Hey guys, Mindy here. Before we start the show, I just wanted to remind you that our friends Tim and Juanita from the Highlights Hangout podcast are back with an all new episode this month called I Spy the Sky. You can check it out now. The Highlights Hangout is available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, here's a brand new episode of Wow in the World, Unbelievable Bees. Here we go. So much. It's four o'clock in the morning. Good morning, Guy Raz. What's with all the shouting? I- I'm not supposed to be at yoga for another hour and a half, and you know how important it is to me to get my full eight hours of sleep. Yeah, I know. That's why you never make it out to my and Reggie's late night warehouse dance parties. <laughs> right, Reg? <laughs> Certainly one of the reasons is loud music also makes me kind of nervous. Really? Now, a nice afternoon warehouse sonata? A what? That's something I could get behind. Okay. So, what's with all the yelling? This isn't a repeat of last week, is it? Oh no, should I get out my noise-canceling headphones? <laughs> Mindy, what are you doing? Sorry, Guy Raz. I've got the regional yelling competition tomorrow morning. Ah! I gotta practice. Use the noise-canceling headphones I gave you. Okay. Sweet dreams. This isn't a repeat of last week. My next yelling match isn't until next month. Then what's with all the noise? <sighs> I can't find any of my bees, Guy Raz. They've all vanished into thin air. Your bees? Yeah, I woke up wanting a midnight snack. A 4 a.m. snack. Okay, fine, a 4 a.m. snack. Anywho, I needed something to dip my Pop-Tart into, so I thought I'd come out here to ask my bees for some of their honey. But they're all gone. Wait a minute, Mindy. You're a beekeeper? Well, I'd like to think of myself as more of a bed and breakfast. Get it? Uh, Get it? Breakfast. Mindy. Anywho, they're free to come and go as they please, and I charge very reasonable rates. Reasonable rates? Yeah. I charge them three ounces of honey per night. What? And four ounces on weekends and national holidays. Okay. But when I came out this morning, they were all gone. The only one that's left here is Beyonce. Beyonce? Yeah, the queen bee. Oh, right. So now I'm trying to find her long-lost friends. I've printed out some flyers. Uh-huh. Called the missing bee unit at the police station. Uh-huh. And now I'm on to stage three. Which is? Yelling randomly in the street. Mindy. Hey, I just had an idea. Uh, what's that? Can you help me find them? I mean, you've got such a good yelling voice, Guy Raz. I do not. Uh, <coughs> I do not. Uh-huh. But I, I guess I'm awake now. Okay, uh-huh. fine. Let me get my slippers on, and then I'll be right down. Yes. If you like 
the thing should have put a sting on it. Don't be mad now that the bees want it. Mindy, were you just... Oh, Guy Ross! No! Okay. Hey, can I have a look at that flyer, Mindy? Oh, here. Sure. Okay, let's see here. Bees missing. Very important to ecosystem. Needed for pollination and pop-tart dipping. Missing bees include Susan B. Anthony, Johnny B. Good, and Samantha B. Mindy, are, are you eating the Pop-Tart? I just missed them all so much! <laughs> I, I wonder where they all could have gone. <gasps> Wait a minute, Mindy. I think I know what this is. You do? Yup. Wait right here. I have a book on it back home. What? Wait! Ugh. I should have put a stain on it. Don't be mad now that the bees want it. Ta-da! Guy Raz, why are you wearing that trench coat and detective's hat? Because, Mindy, what we have here is a mystery. A mystery? It was four o'clock in the morning. The sky was black as ink, and I could only think in metaphors. It was then that the case of the missing bees fell directly onto my lap. Uh, what was that? Oh, I, I was just doing, the, you know, the whole detective mystery narration thing. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I can't even hear you when you're narrating since it's all in your head and you won't let me back in there after the last time. And second of all, I don't even have a trench coat. How am I supposed to be your detective partner when I'm dressed like this? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, Mindy. Why are you wearing that mascot costume? <sighs> well, my beekeeping costume is at the dry cleaners because I spilled honey all over it last week, and this was the next best thing. A giant kangaroo costume? Well, technically, it's a wallaby costume, but yeah. Oh, all right. You're looking at the Washington Wallaby. The Washington Wallaby? Yeah, for the National Ultimate Frisbee Team. Well, if that's what you want to wear, that's okay. But I thought you might want a spare trench coat, so, so I brought one. Oh, thanks, buddy. Let me just get it on here. It's a little snug here over this mascot costume. Okay, there we go. All right, all set. Let's go solve this mystery. All right, Detective Mindy, here's the prime suspect. CCD. CCD. I knew it. What CCD? CCD. Colony Collapse Disorder. It's been causing havoc in the bee community since 2006. How dare it? And according to this book here... You mean its case file? Of course. According to its case file... Colony collapse disorder is a phenomenon where the majority of worker bees evacuate the hive. And then they leave behind the queen to fend for herself. <gasps> Beyonce! And a hive without its worker bees can't survive. So after a while, 
the whole thing just collapses. Which is why it's called colony collapse disorder. Correctamundo, Detective Mindy. But the question is why, Inspector Guy Raz, why? Well, that's where the mystery lies. According to its case file, there are three main factors that could be causing this. Factor number one. A bee virus. A bee virus? Yep a parasite known as Varroa destructor. This parasite sucks the blood out of the bees, and it causes their wings to shrivel up, and it makes it very difficult for them to fly home. Yikes. Okay, factor number two. Pesticides. Pesticides? You mean like the chemicals that farmers use on their crops to stop bugs from eating them? Exactly. And although these pesticides are only meant to kill the bugs that chomp down on crops like corn and fruit, some pesticides have also been hurting bees that land on those crops. Man, ruthless. Okay, factor number three. Habitat loss. But habitats are like homes. You mean some bees are being kicked out of their homes? Well, sort of. <gasps> bees have a pretty large area where they fly and collect food. This is called their foraging range. And in recent years, a lot of that area has been cleared, meaning... Meaning less food and nutrition for the poor little bees. Exactly. So they just keep going out further and further to find food. And then they sometimes can't find their way back home. Well, it appears we've cracked the case, Inspector Guy Raz. Why don't we... <sighs> Sorry, Guy Raz. I can't do it. I cannot do the detective voice. It hurts my throat. Can we just talk normally? She asked if we could stop doing our detective parody. She said the voice hurt her throat. She had a point. It had been... Guy Raz! Oh, so sorry. Yeah, yeah, sure thing, Mindy. So, colony collapse disorder. Huh. That must be why all my bees disappeared. Yeah, and it looks like you might have to head down to 7-Eleven to get your honey fix from now on. What? Don't be ridiculous, Guy Raz. Huh? This is not just about honey and Pop-Tarts. Well, what do you mean? Bees are an important part of our ecosystem. You mean how bees help out with pollination? That's exactly what I mean. Pollination is how plants reproduce or make more of themselves. And they do this by catching a ride on everyone's favorite flying insect. The bee. Yep. As the bees go around from flower to flower or crop to crop, they collect pollen on their feet. Because pollen is really sticky. Right, like stepping in some gum and it's sticking to the bottom of your shoe. Ugh, that's gross. Then, when they land on the next plant, a little bit of this pollen rubs off their feet. Kind of like how you brush your feet off on a doormat. You know it, Guy Raz. Then this pollen fertilizes that plant, which can then turn into a fruit or a vegetable or a flower. That's probably why flowers are so colorful and pleasant. Mm, what do you mean? Well, the nicer a flower looks and smells, the more likely a bee will land on it and carry its pollen off to another flower. Hmm. Talk about making a good impression. Right? And that's why these guys are so important. Something like 80% of all pollination is done by bees. 80%? Yep. So you're telling me that 8 out of every 10 plants needs 
bees to make more of themselves? You know it. And that's why scientists are so worried about colony collapse disorder. If the bees keep disappearing, the plants could go too. That's terrible, Mindy. Tell me about it. But luckily, a group of scientists from Bangor University in the United Kingdom are on the case. Scientist detectives! Pretty epic combo, right? Yeah. So what are these scientists from the UK doing to solve the problem of colony collapse disorder? Well, they're tracking bees using this. Uh, I don't see anything. Uh, it's right here, Guy Raz. Right there on the tip of my pinky finger. Uh-huh. Um, hold on. You might need some magnifying goggles. I think I've got mine right here. It's okay. I've got a pair. You just happen to have magnifying goggles in your pajama pocket? Yeah, I never go to sleep without them. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Huh. Oh, I think I see it. It's like a small black box. What is this, Mindy? That, Guy Raz, is a bee backpack. A bee backpack? Yes. So these little trackers are attached to the backs of the bees and then monitored or watched by the scientists to see how and where the bees are going. But, Mindy, you called it a backpack. I don't see any straps or cargo pockets. It doesn't even have a hydration pack. How is this a backpack? Okay, so bees typically weigh about the same as four grains of rice. Okay. And these little trackers are about one-third of the weight of a bee, making them about the same weight as what a backpack would be to you or me. Wow. And the trackers that scientists have used in the past to track bees have weighed as much, if not more, than the actual bees themselves. Which I guess would be like us humans carrying a panda bear on our back. Right. So all of those studies in the past that have tracked bees we're not exactly super accurate. Yeah, I bet. I mean, if I was walking around with a panda on my back, I probably wouldn't hike or walk as far as I normally do. Great outdoors. So how is this backpack so light? Well, the researchers were able to take out the battery, which in the trackers before was the heaviest part. Wait, so how does this tracker work if it has no battery? Oh, so this part is really cool. The tracker uses the electrical energy created by the bees beating wings to power the device. Wow, so the bee is powering its own backpack? Isn't that so wow? And by knowing more about the foraging habit of the bees, like where they fly to and what they interact with, that could probably give us more clues as to what is causing colony collapse disorder. And help us close the case once and for all. Hey, look, Mindy, the sun is rising. Oh, yeah. Wait, what's that on the horizon? What in the... Guy Raz, give me those magnifying goggles. Mindy, I'm not sure that's how magnifying goggles work. Oh, it's my bees! Samantha, Johnny, Susan, gang's all here! Oh, guys, where have you been? You had me worried sick! Uh-huh. Oh, ow. Oh, okay, that's fair. What'd they say, Mindy? Oh, they said they just popped out for a midnight snack. Uh, 
sorry, a 4 a.m. snack. I would love some honey. Discounted rate? Ugh, fine, I'll give you my friend's discount. Mindy, uh, would you mind if I got some honey, too? It'll go great with my chamomile tea. Oh, sure thing, Guy Raz. I'll even give it to you at an unbeatable price. You get it? <sighs> Come on, I'll be reasonable, but I'm still trying to run a buzzness here. You get it? Mindy. You get it. Wow in the world will be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from KiwiCo. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids that make learning about science, technology, engineering, art, and math fun. Kids can create their own arcade games, construct a hydraulic claw, and even tinker with electronics. KiwiCo is offering Wow in the World listeners a free one-month trial when you sign up. To redeem this offer and learn more about their projects for kids, Visit kiwico.com slash wow. Support also comes from Random House Children's Books. Finding the perfect summer reading for your middle schooler has never been this easy or this much fun. Check out The Lifters, The Penderwicks at Last, Augie and Me, and more. All available now wherever books are sold. Find out more at summeradventurebooks.com. This is Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We do long-form interviews with the people behind the best books, pop culture, journalism, and more, so you can get to know the people whose work you love. You'll find Fresh Air on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. That's it. Back to the show. Hi, thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Hi, Mindy and Guy. My name is Cassia, and I live in New York City. My wow in the world is that scientists can combine two living things to create a new living thing, and that they can edit genes. Hello, Guy Raz and Mindy. My name is Amna. I'm 11 years old, and I live in West Hartford, Connecticut. My wow in the world is that there is a place in Venezuela, South America, where lightning flashes up to 280 times an hour. Bye! I love your show! Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Claire, and I'm from Arizona. I'm nine years old. And my wow in the world is that bats and beluga whales use echolocation to talk to others and get their food. Bye, Mindy and Guy Raz. I love your show! Hi, Guy Rose and Mindy. My name is Elle. I live in Keene, North Dakota. My wow in the world that is if you don't put sunscreen on before you go in the water, you can still get sunburnt because water is like a magnifying glass to the sun. Bye, Guy Rose and Mindy. I love your show. Hi, my name is Lola, and I'm seven, and I live in Santa Cruz, California. And my wow is that there are female banana trees and male banana trees. And I love your show. Bye. Hello, Minnie and Guy Ross. My name is Yasha. I'm seven years old. I live in Washington, D.C. My wow is that mayonnaise removes crayons from the wall. Love your show. Hi, my name is Jude from Glenside, Pennsylvania. And my wow is that a giant squid eyeball is as big as a basketball. Bye, Minnie and Guy Ross. I love your show. 
Hi, my name is Harper. I live in Bedford, Mass., and I am six years old. My wow in the world is that you two know everything. Bye. Bye. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Wow in the World. And if you want to keep the conversation going, check out some of the questions we posted on this episode at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more details on how your kids can become part of the World Organization of Wowzers. Lots of cool perks, exclusive T-shirts, autographed pictures of us, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. With help from Thomas Van Kalken, Chelsea Urson, and Jessica Bodie. Meredith Halpern Ranzer is the big boss. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop Ups. You can find more of their awesome all ages music at thepopups.com. And parents and teachers, if you want to send us an email, our address is hello at wowintheworld.com. Grown-ups, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wow in the World. And if you want to be featured at the end of the show, call us up and tell us your Wow in the World. Our phone number is 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. That's 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. And parents, if you want to upload any photos or videos or messages to us, please visit wowintheworld.com and find a link where you can do just that. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcasts. Leave us a few stars and a review and be sure to tell a friend about the show. Until next time, keep on wowing. Wow in the World was made by Tinkercast and sent to you by NPR. This is Peter Sagal. When we began Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we dreamed that our rude jokes would be, in the end, the appropriate way to talk about the news. And look, it happened. Listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on the NPR One app or wherever you listen to podcasts.